Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And Stat Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster. He putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation. We running the town. Yeah. It's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. We are in studio today, and we have a guest. We had to bring him in after last week's absolutely. Just <laughs> put me on blast. Put me on blast. Absolutely had to do that. So, but uh, let's go ahead and first introduce my co-host, as usual, for the Profanity Nation podcast, Money Mike. To my right, how are you, my friend? Man, I'm good. I'm ready to go ahead and dissect this team. And how see how we can win the championship next year because oh. they ain't happening this year. <laughs> All right, excellent. And my buddy Stat Pat, how yes, are you? I'm good, man. Uh, you know, it's still sinking in that we're um not gonna be in the still playoffs. sinking in, sinking in, dude. This this was going on around, around All Star break. <laughs> what are you talking about? Long, I'm just man. trying to be nice. Man, it's trying to be nice. Hey, man, no. All right, and with no further ado, of course, the guest of the hour, the guest of the week. You put Money Mike on blast last week. We had to bring him in. Demetrius Held, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good, doing good. Happy to be here for the first time. Happy yeah. to be yeah. here. I just want to say, man, he took my stuff out of context. Oh, I don't know about out that. Of context. <laughs> we we gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about, about the truth. Let's go ahead and let's first fill you in here, guys. Um, of course, uh, you know you guys follow the show, so of course, Money Mike here. He has been a critic. We'll say. Uh, and it turns out to be a fair critic of LeBron James. When LeBron James being a Laker, how committed he was yeah. all season, all sorts of stuff. And uh, for the most part, you took a lot of heat. You took a lot of heat as a hater. Now, no, I'm not a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm just saying. <laughs> I ain't hating. I ain't hating. Right on cue. Um, so, of course, uh, you know. I ain't as, <laughs> There it is. As, as this season uh, developed again, you know, you came with more ammunition and more ammunition and more justification. Why don't you go ahead and fill everyone in a little bit? Man, it's very simple, man. I What I saw uh, going on all season was a progression of everybody moving the stick of when we were going to turn the corner. I mean, am I like, right? It was the first exactly. 20 games. Then it was like, oh, my all-star break. And then, all-star then, it was, break. then it was like, okay, next 10 more games. You know, then now it, then it got to, Oh, we ain't gonna do it. You know, like, like, why do why we keep moving the best? This this whole thing was was already in the making at the beginning of the season because of decisions that were made. In, you know, prior to the season was started. But I want to talk to Marco first, and uh, uh, you know, about some stuff. Let's go ahead and bring in our resident athletic trainer here for the show, Marco Nunez. Uh, Marco, let's bring him up here if we could. There he is, Marco. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, man, good. we be good, man. So look, real quick, I just want to talk to you about this. So look, today was the last game. I don't even know who won. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, this is the most crucial point I feel for you as an athletic trainer, you know, in, in the game, because we have you have an opportunity to look at all the players that have had these injuries and nagging stuff, and now they know they're about to be in the offseason. What they're having, what a consistent two to three months of you know being off to get themselves ramped up for the next season. Um, I'm I'm going to ask you general question about two players. First of all, Malik Monk never was ready. 
right? So, but they said he was about to be ready all season. Uh, all season. You're talking about Kendrick Nunn. No, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Kendrick, Kendrick Nunn, my fault. Kendrick Nunn. You know, all season he was he he was out. So, uh, and then we have AD who, I, I guess he just didn't want the term out for Can't the get season. Right. You know, so <laughs> um, let's start with let's start with AD because we we know the history of AD prior to coming to the Lakers. We know uh, what he did this year. Um, I know earlier in the season when we were talking about Steph Curry and they they were able to kind of do what like an MRI scan of his body and realize the real reason for the ankle hurting or mm-hmm. even the problem was because of something else. Um, is that probably where you should start, like, with AD, so that way he could go and focus on not really, per se, per se the actual injury, but find out the core reason of the why the injury is happening? Correct. And, you know, you know the funny part about the question you have, you're asking me right now, I'm not sure we had this exact same conversation about a year ago. So, yeah, so bottom line, at the end of the season, what the sports medicine staff does is they take each individual player and they sit down and do uh, an analysis as far as what were the current injuries that they had this past year. One of the biggest, as far as the sports medicine, uh, sports medicine world, like I mentioned, one of the biggest indicators for, for injuries is previous history of injuries. So if a player has a recurrent ankle sprains, there's a, there's a high likely chance that they're going to have an ankle sprain in the upcoming season. So our job is try to investigate what is going on, why they're having an ankle sprain. So whether it's MRIs, whether it's X-rays, whether it's CT scans, it's soft tissue in there. But not only that, but oftentimes those chronic issues or those like soft tissue injuries or like non-contact injuries are due to um, uh, biomechanical issues, compensatory issues. Where are the weaknesses? Where is it the, the, the missing link? Where is, is, is a chain kind of messed up type of thing was referred to the kinetic chains. And there's assessment tools that the sports medicine staff can do uh, to find objective analysis of the athletes. And this is the key time where they do this. You sit down with the player. When I was there, we took about two, three hours for each individual player. We did a whole analysis, and then we printed out a report. And they said, these are your issues. This is what you need to address. Now, that report either went to us, or oftentimes nowadays athletes have their own guy or their own person they go off. And then we would submit that report to them. Um, and our goal would be able to sit down with that person and say, hey, this is what we discovered. Hopefully you can address this. Obviously, sometimes it's out of our hands because it, we don't. They do what they want to do, but that's the ultimate goal. This is the key time where they need to sit down with AD and find out, okay, what are your issues? What do we need to address in the off season? So hopefully we decrease the risk of injury for the next season. Okay, so let me ask you this: How do you chastise an athlete for not doing what you recommend, or or is that just something that you just don't do? And I and, and I mean that in the sense like how do you hold them accountable? Yeah, like that's I a mean, question. Yeah, because I mean, I I, I understand that you could give them a blueprint, mm-hmm. say how you, you know, hey, you could work with me, you could work with your own private person. But when mm-hmm. they come back like into training camp, and they're just you could totally tell that they hadn't done. How do you? I mean, do you chastise them or do you just say, okay, let's just you know go with what? Because I know that just has to be frustrating for you. Correct. And, and I guess, and here's a tough part about it, and that's, that is a legitimate question. That's one of the biggest issues as far as holding the athletes accountable during the offseason as far as what they do. If you go look back at the, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, when he had that toe surgery, he opted to have the surgery in September, October, which kind of went into the season. How do you hold him accountable? Hey, you should have done it back in June, July, and then you would have been back type of thing. That, I think, comes down to the organization. And that's usually from the top, whether it's uh, the owner, the GM, 
head on athletic training, the team physicians, hey, we got to unite together. What are we going to do? Are we going to hold, and also the agent, are we going to hold this athlete accountable to what he does during the offseason, whether, especially if they're not involved with us, they go somewhere else, they go they go do some of the stuff. How do we monitor it? How do we hold them accountable? But I think that comes down to the organization itself. And, and, and every organization is slightly different. Okay, so that's interesting because now how do you go and slide the information and say, look, I'm going to let you know. Because see, here's the thing, man. I, I'm thinking about my job now, right? Because I'm like, yo, yeah. I told the dude to go and work out and go do these particular things, and he don't do it. Yeah. The organization going to turn back and look at me. You know, it's like being a teacher. Like, if I'm a teacher, I say, hey, you need to study this this chapter five in order to get a good job, job on the test, right? And they don't go study chapter five, and then that, and now you fail test everybody in the class. Right. Then, the, then the principal will come and say, well, why are you failing everybody? It's because they didn't study chapter five. You know what I'm saying? So, so Correct. But how that's do you... The thing about, you're absolutely right. And that's the thing about it. When you're, the, the ideal world is when you're talking to that student and you get to the student, hey, you need you to study chapter five. The principal should be involved in it, and the principal should be supporting you. The superintendent of the school should be involved in it and should also support you. Hey, this is what we told the athlete. This is what we told the student. The student chose not to go study Chapter 5. Now he or she failed. It's not on you. So, again, it comes down to the organization as a whole, from up top, from the owner, down to the general manager, to the coach. Everybody needs to be on the same page, and this is the understanding. This is what we want the athlete to do. If the athlete chooses not to do that, then you know, as an organization, they should hold the athlete accountable. But that's a key word, as a, as an organization, not you know, like you said. Then the, the principal's gonna come, come come to you and say, "Hey, money, Mike, what, why did you tell him?" You're like, "I did." Right. Top thing. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, Marco, I have a question for you. Sure. Uh, it, during trades, um, drafting, especially mm-hmm. drafting because they're younger players, um, how much research goes into childhood injuries? Uh, oh. How far back? Is the research go? So that's the one nice thing about social media nowadays and the internet. And, you know, when I was there, Michael, before even we went to, um, where was it? Went to Chicago for the combines, like three weeks before I would sit down and I would try to find as many articles, as much injuries. I would go on social media and Twitter, Instagram, because a lot of these young athletes, whenever the rehab, they'll post something on the sword. So our, my job is to try to find all these hidden um, injuries or issues that they've had down to when they were 13, 12 years old. Because nowadays, kids are playing AU ball when they're 13, 11, 10. And I'm talking about like serious basketball, not like, hey, let's just go hoop a little bit. So issues occur. And that's one of the things nowadays that there's a lot of research. It was funny because um, I found an article about uh, young athletes getting PRP on their knees. And PRP was something that Kobe did. And you just heard about PRP among um, professional athletes and collegiate athletes. But now they're actually doing it on young athletes because they're wearing down quicker. They're, work, they're playing harder. And these injuries that would be ideal for, you know, older athletes are also you're starting to see them in young athletes. Um, so, yeah, so our job would be my job was to try to go back as far back as I can and see, you know, f- try to kind of find what I can find. I was almost like, almost like a P.I. <laughs> yeah. So let, let me let me um, let me add to that uh, question, because I often when I would listen to like Michael Thompson on the radio. He would say that, hey, they should not play basketball, you know, for three months. They probably should play baseball or play just a mm-hmm. different sport for like different body mechanics and stuff. He always said that he would try to not have his his kids yeah, play whatever sport that they played year round. Uh, is that something that you would recommend also? That is 100%. When you're a young athlete, you want to try to avoid specializing in one specific sport. There's a lot of kids nowadays, they play, you know, whether it's baseball, basketball, soccer, they play year-round, fall, spring, summer, you name it, they kind of focus in that area. 
as a young kid, you're developing some of your skills. It's better to try different sports because then you kind of gravitate to that area. Otherwise, you start to develop chronic issues as you're growing up. So, yeah, in an ideal world, you want to try to avoid that. But as a parent, oftentimes parents are looking at that scholarship, that college scholarship, and they feel, hey, the more time you spend in this specific sport, the more likelihood you're going to play. Prime example, Steve Nash. Steve Nash was a huge soccer player when he was a young kid. He ended up great, being a great um, basketball player. And I think his soccer skills and his footwork while he was a young soccer player probably attributed to him being a great point guard nowadays. And, or when he's probably not, but when he played in the NBA. Yeah, I think I think soccer is probably one of yeah. the best sports yeah. to start a child yeah. in. Yeah. So well-rounded. It, it keeps you in shape, number one. But yeah. if you can get your feet moving, that's 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 a great, great uh, talent in any yeah. sport. Yeah. And any having good feet. That uh, applies to any sport, which is whether it's soccer, whether it's basketball, whether it's lacrosse, whether it's tennis, you name it. In any sport that requires change of direction, soccer in part would be great to start off with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any more questions for Marco, guys? Oh, no. I think we're good. All right, Marco, yeah. thank you so much. We appreciate it. Please let everybody know the best way to keep up to date with what you've got going on. Yeah, if you guys have any questions regarding sports injuries, recovery, or anything like that, so feel free to DM me on my Instagram at MarcoAnina17, or please subscribe to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance. Bet, Marco. And thank Marco, you so much. we ain't going to talk about the Lakers no more. <laughs> yeah, we won't so, talk about that. Baseball started, so we're going to be talking about some baseball injuries next week. <laughs> oh, that's right. Baseball just started today. Yeah, hey, yeah, that's uh, what I'm we're going to be talking about some baseball injuries. Well, we'll yeah. be talking about NBA uh, playoffs, yeah, well, that's maybe, for sure, yeah, but not Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Not as right. much Lakers. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. The one injury I think I just noticed that either happened today was done with uh, Luca Mavericks. I think he had a little bit of capture, and it's going to be interesting. Ooh, oh yeah we'll see what happens yeah that's, that's see. we're still going through uh withdrawals and depression here so we're trying <laughs> yeah. like laker yeah, fans are, are are still in the process of checking out yeah. and then we'll yeah. check back in right <laughs> right right yeah. so we're like, we'll, we'll, we'll let everybody go through the five stages of grief and then we'll, exactly. we'll come out of yeah. it. Exactly. <laughs> thank you doctor that's we appreciate right. it okay. all right marco thank you so right, much marco. we'll see you all next, marco, see you next week bye all right guys all right. so so of course as we discussed we're talking about grief here guys okay so uh it's no shock everybody Grieving though, yeah, a little bit, but yeah, well, I mean, I you seem a little too happy about it, man. Though. You know, <laughs> I do I, notice that though. You know, no, I well, mean, look, it's it, it's been an, it's been an interesting season for me because I am happy my prediction was correct. I also hate that, that my prediction that was correct. correct. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. You know, but hundred dollars should is, make that a little better. Yeah, hundred dollars, <laughs> hundred dollars for Fredo. Hey, Fredo, I'm coming for you, man. But, but my issue is, like, look, if I could foresee this, and I'm just a regular old guy right. that talks about this, you know, every Sunday and try to get people to listen to what I'm talking about. And when I say what I say about like LeBron and other stuff, I've been all season. I'm called a hater. And I'm continuously called a hater, even though I was right about my what I was seeing. I ain't hating. <laughs> I mean, right? Wow. You you had points, but at times during the season, you were you were putting a little bit much. See, the problem was is that he never gave. You never gave right. an inch. So even when Braun would play four good games, you're like, well, we didn't win. Okay. Yeah. We, he, he didn't could, win. Yeah, but we right. can only what do is, so much. What is the purpose for it, though? What I mean, what is the, what is the purpose of playing the game? At least he's got to play his game, and he didn't do you that every game. So that chaser, you, you think he's that chaser? No, no. Here, 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 <laughs> yeah, here, look, yeah. it's a no win. All I do. Oh, this is all I'm saying. When we okay. listen to the narrative, right, about LeBron, LeBron is great. LeBron can take any team, you know, to the finals. Like, right. that literally is the narrative. 
right. right? That he could take any team, as long as LeBron, he could take a last place team, go on that team, and take them to the final. LeBron had five all stars, you know, former or current all stars in the team. Yeah. And we are in 11th place. And when I point that out, I'm a hater. I'm like, but but the narrative always had been on LeBron that he could go to any team that's sorry and get them in the playoffs to the finals. Demetrius, he, okay. Am, am I right? Hang on, hang on. Demetrius, there's, there's no doubt that that was his MO. You were like, oh, right. did you see the team, the, the, the Cavs team he brought to the finals? Yeah. Okay. We're in year what now, Money Mike? Year, year, wait, wait, wait. Year what? 19. Okay. Is it, are the, should we expect the same? No. Why not? Because it's a dip, like you said, it's a different year. We're in 19. You comparing the Miami team, the Cleveland team to this team. Yes, five, I almost say six Hall of Famers. You caught in Rondo, and then Rondo left. But at the same time, I said it was egos because they had a lot to prove. They wasn't proving that Miami team was younger. Cleveland team was younger. This team was the experiment, and they tried to prove everybody wrong. Like, yeah, we old, but we can still do it, and it backfired. Carmelo can't play D no more. He never did. Dwight Howard is not the 2009 Dwight Howard. Uh, Rondo, he off and on. Um, like you said, we, we was kind of on Westbrook and AD, and Westbrook been the only consistent, and AD was off and on. We wanted bubble AD. And we didn't get that. So injuries. You can't say yeah. if they was healthy, it backfired. Injuries up and down. That's all I have to say. Okay. But listen, here's my thing. Back in the day, there literally was eight spots. You got 10 spots to make the playoffs now. Yeah. You got 10. I mean, literally. And LeBron didn't even want that. He was complaining about the play. Yeah, he yeah, said he that. And, he, and he missed that. And he made, he. we are 11th. Yeah, it's, we, it's, 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 it's literally easier to make the playoffs right yeah, now. Yes, and I'm kind of glad because I don't want to see a sweat. Okay, let, you know, let's let's get to the bottom of this. Okay, yeah. we're we're gonna dissect before we dissect the percentage of responsibility here, as far as for the Lakers' failure, and there's no <laughs> doubt about it. This season was a yeah. failure. What I'd yeah. like to do here with with, with you, Stat uh, and Demetrius, because you do know uh, Money Mike. Let let's dissect Money Mike. Okay, yeah. okay. let let's do this here. He's holding LeBron James accountable in year 19. He's 37 years old. Is that right? Yeah. 37 years old. He's holding LeBron James accountable. LeBron James isn't even the highest paid player on our team. Right. LeBron, hang on. LeBron James didn't take any assets to come here. He signed. He didn't take any of our assets like Westbrook. Hang on. Like that I recall. Am yeah. I right? Are like you Westbrook did, right? Are you serious? Um he's he's come and he's played. What I know that he hasn't performed all the time, but but he didn't. What? How did he detract from the team? Because you act as though he 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 has been an eyesore, like just Westbrook took from our team. Steve Nash trade that took from our team. Please explain, if you may, how he took from the team because that's that's maybe how explain, people find you. A you want so you want me to explain how LeBron James took for the team? Took from the team. Okay, cool. So he went to management and said, I want Westbrook. Okay. So him going to say requesting Westbrook. Yeah. You know, he, we, in order for us to get Westbrook, because he is under contract. Yes. A $44 million contract. Yeah. That means that we have to take players to match that salary. Right. And 
the, we that means we have to take at least three players to yeah. match 44 million you know to match that salary correct yeah. so he took from the team because he requested to get Westbrook over here okay Demetrius he requested he requested okay there's a chain mm-hmm. of command that right. goes above that said thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up okay is this fair from money mike to to put so much blame on before we even dissect is it fair because pat forgive me a little bit of your personal life you're a teacher yeah okay kids can ask all day long yeah if you say yes yeah you're the one above the chain of command that falls on you yeah it's on me why is it stopped with lebron because Le- LeBron's MO for the last the last 10 years has been that, right? He went to Miami. So so no, isn't no, it no. on the front office to say, wait, hey. that's your MO, we're not gonna let you do it here? I mean, but he did it. He he did it and it's, listen, all th- this this is what I wanna say because I all I wanna say is that I want equal blame as much as equal support. When he went to Miami, he literally negotiated a contract. He said, you're going to make this much. You're going to make that much. Boss, you're going to get the most out of all of us. Boom, let's sign this contract. He literally went in there and did that. They won. They, they got two rings out of it. Perfect. Great. LeBron is great. That's amazing. He did a great job. Right? He We talked about it earlier. Right. He went to Cleveland. Said, hey, okay, cool. Give me the Wiggins. I want Kevin Love. You know, and then, and then I'll go ahead and sign. I'm going to get this much. He's going to get this much. Cool. Great. He won a Got a contract. He came over here. Said, yo, uh, all right, cool. You know, I'm here. I want to get rid of these young people. Let, let me get AD, and we're going to run this. We go to 2020. Yeah. We win the championship. Right. Great. So so, so all those accolades came from, came from what LeBron requested to have, right? right? So now, this year, hey, I want Westbrook. It didn't work. Why can't we give him that same credit as when it doesn't work as it does when it did, because see, here's here's my here's my issue with that. If you look at all those th- teams that he went to, he gutted the team. That's when, his when, MO. He, when he left, that's his when MO. he left, that team was nothing. They had no assets. They okay. had no bench. They had no anything okay. because they all were top heavy. Okay. So this is literally has been what LeBron okay. MO has been. Demetrius, first time. Wilder, if you agree with me on Clubhouse, yeah, like, okay, first time, right? I mean, everyone's heard this cliche, right? First time, shame on you. Yeah. Second yeah. time, shame on me. Yeah. Lakers know his MO. Yeah. Look, I, I think you have selective recall and memory because after 2020, everyone was looking at Palinka like the next coming right. of, of GM. Exactly. But, and it wasn't until he destroyed it. Yes. But everybody forget when Matt when LeBron came here, Magic was here. Magic sat with LeBron, came here. He tried to make it work with Lonzo and everything. And then, well, I guess we all know why Magic walked out. Kalinka was Kobe's guy. Yeah. You know, so that's what happened. And then he's like, hey, we can get, instead of, they really wanted Kawhi. That backfired. They got um, Davis. Yeah. You know, they got Anthony Davis. And then they had to make do with do. And you have to admit, we did have this talk. We wanted that championship. That's Laker fans. We greedy. We wanted that. We just should have kept the team together. So AD gets some blame too, as far as Polinka, Jeannie Buss. Hey, I, I, I rock with that. Let me, Wilder, do you have any, you have, you have a comment you want to say? Clubhouse. 
Glubbers? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm listening to you guys are saying the uh, blame across the board, right? I don't think I don't think there's a wrong or right answer. Everybody, everybody deserves a portion of of the blame itself. Uh, me personally, I I more look so at Palenka a little bit more because I mean he's the one who kind of wheels and deals, right? And he got to step up and like say you know like as much as you might may want this, this is what is best for the team, right? And we never seen that. He was just kind of, okay, 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 like being that yes man, right? And I feel that was a big effect on how things went this year and, and whatnot. I would agree. Yeah, yeah. look, I, I, I agree with that. Um, but why is the organization a yes man to, you know, not just the Lakers, not just Cleveland, not just Miami? Mm-hmm. It's because of clutch sports. Okay. Well, Miami, right. I wouldn't say because Pat Riley wasn't a yes man. Okay. He was a yes man to a point, and then when LeBron wanted, That's you right. know, supposed to leave, Pat was like no. So, and Miami number one, they rebuild after LeBron left. So, you know, you yeah. can say no. Yeah. And I believe that the fault falls on above because yeah. look, he's under contract. He ain't going nowhere. Right. You, know? you say no, he ain't going nowhere. Scott. No, he's not going to go anywhere. And uh, I was uh, posing this question to uh, Mike earlier. Um, LeBron has been here for four years, right? going on five. And are we satisfied as Laker fans of what we've gotten from LeBron in this era of Laker basketball? And that's a real question no. at this point. I mean, there's uh, going to be a lot of no's, but we got to be for real about yeah, this. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's one championship. In four years, of course, we have issues and reasons why, but it's still going to be what it is. And we have one more year he's under contract. Is one championship in five years good enough for all the things that we've done for LeBron? Are we satisfied for that one championship? Let, let me, let I don't me, know. Are we? Can I look? First of all, yes, I'm happy that we have a championship. But my question is, can we just be competitive? Can we be competitive? I mean, I'm, I'm not even yes, asking. I'm not even asking for another championship. But can we? Be can we be, yeah. Can we be competitive? Can we yeah. have something to live for? And and because I don't know about you guys, and you know, I'm an avid Laker fan. Everybody knows. I didn't. I didn't. I knew there was a game today. Had no attention you know, of watching it. Yeah. You know, well, it's a toss. It's a yeah, like you yeah. know. But but I, but yeah, I felt like that matter. 20 yeah. games ago though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. See, see, we've so, been talking since we obviously we we follow the Lakers here closely for Fanny Nation. So so this has been since the first preseason game, then the right. third, then the eighth, and then the first season game, and then the injuries, and then the, and like you said, we kept putting it off, Money Mike. But um, you know the the reality is 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 this: the the man is in year nineteen. Okay, yeah. wait. How many titles did Kobe bring us in his last four to five years from year 15 to 20? Well, that's a good question. You know, how many titles did Kobe? Because you expect this man in these years to to carry teams on his back and bring titles. How many titles? And then we know you're a Kobe. How many titles? Can we be fair? Okay. How many? How many? How how many? How many times were the Lakers in contention in the last four to five years of Kobe's career? Listen. We weren't, but here's the thing. <laughs> no, we were not. No, we were not. Yeah, but uh, but here, 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 no. But here, here's the difference to me, right? Like, I don't think that we can say both. Really, I, I, it, we, we saw Kobe going on a downward, downward spiral. Yeah, we know that Kobe got the final contract because of what he did for the organization yeah. versus what he was capable of doing for the organization 
at the current time. Right. We all we all know that. We'll right. admit that. You know, that was that was because of what he what have you done for me That's in the past the right. versus what we've done for me lately. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's unfair for us to do that for LeBron simply because this guy is averaging 30 points a game. This guy is still averaging at a quote unquote high level. We doing so, it because he bought us a championship. But but, yeah. but what I'm saying is though, if this guy is averaging, you know, <laughs> I mean, we have to we have to pick a side. We either have to say, "Oh my God, this guy's in his 19th year, he and he's not able to do it again like Kobe," or we have to say, "Oh my God, this guy's in his 19th year and he's still." You know, beating Father Time, and he's Tom Brady, for example. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have to just pick a side of what we're going to do, right? You know, because we know this why is not. Why can't you say that he's a important piece at this time, and his basketball knowledge comes into play? Because he doesn't navigate as being an important piece to the team. He navigates as I'm the man still, just like Tom Brady at 45 navigates like I'm the man. Right. So yeah. I, mm-hmm. if you if you are saying that I'm the man and I'm going to score 30 points a game, then I want to treat you like that and have the same requirement in your 19th year as if you were in your fifth. I yeah. mean, is that is that if I'm unfair, then, the Tom Brady comparison, I like that part. If I if yeah. I'm unfair with yeah. that, then then tell me. No, you're not. And okay. and it's I've noticed that everything was was hunky dory in the first of the season, right? LeBron is on MVP pace. We're talking about MVP, and if the Lakers' record was better, he'll be an MVP candidate. Then we start the reality of the Lakers not making the playoffs. Now all of a sudden. He's old in year 19. So I'm just saying the narrative did change really quick before it was he was an MVP and he's on the level of Giannis and all these other cats. Then they don't make the playoffs and now he's old. So I just want to be like, be clear about that because I don't understand why he's not getting the smoke he deserves. I'm, I'm with Mike on this on the real. Like when we're talking about, Thank you, Steph, Pat. when we're talking about LeBron James right now, Mm-hmm. If we're we were basically lulled to sleep this whole season, it was like okay, yes. like we were talked about. Yes, we right. were kind of like, well, don't worry about that preseason. We were getting blown out of preseason, and people were like, man, the Lakers are losing the preseason. And we we're like, man, it's preseason. Then we lose it, and then we're like, wait till we get to Christmas. We get blown out in Christmas. Then it's uh, all. Then it's all star break. break. Mm-hmm. We keep pushing, like we say, we keep pushing it. LeBron always it, turns it on. Oh yeah. Right? yeah, and then we don't get it, and then all of a sudden it's like April first. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, we ain't going to make the playoffs, huh? And you know why? You know what I'm like, April like Fool's. April Fool's. Nah. Nah. <laughs> We're not nah. making the playoffs. And there's a question, like you said, the reason why LeBron not getting all the smoke because what was the biggest distraction? Westbrook. Why yes. is Westbrook not doing this? Why yes. turnovers? He's Westbrook from L.A. Took, Westbrook took all the Took so the much body. heat. Yep. And, and all for these cats, dude, yeah. it's ridiculous because he was an easy target. Exactly. I have a question so for easy. Money Mike. Money Mike, okay. Um... Let me ask you this, okay? So, so as a player, he came and he brought us, uh, helped bring definitely a championship here. Would you be okay and and more willing to accept his talent as is if the jersey hanging wasn't such a uh, which jersey? See, if 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 if, if, if <laughs> him jersey? being considered one about? of the all time great Lakers wasn't on. The menu, and it was just, "Hey, what have you done for us lately? Thank you for your service. Goodbye." If none of that other stuff was there, would you have less problems with with LeBron? 
look, I didn't like LeBron game when he wasn't here. So, you know, I mean, Pat, Sat Pat, you know, well, I never, like the titles he can do. No, but I never, I never was a fan of LeBron games. Uh, okay, James fair. Game. So, you know, he, he, when he came here, obviously I had to root for him because I feel like he was Carl Malone to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, I get that. Carl Malone, I, I like Carl Malone. You know, I hated Carl Malone when he was in Utah. We came here, I got root for him. Yeah. Because he's on the team. So right. I rooted for LeBron. Right. You know, I want him to do well. I want to be able to win the championship. <laughs> right. I I I was the first one that thanked LeBron for the championship, if you guys recall. Hey, LeBron, thank you very much for the championship. <laughs> right. I, you know, I, I will give the guy his props. All I just want is just an equal amount of, oh my God, he's great, to oh my God, he messed up. But you're not asking the other question. You if you gave us two, you wouldn't be all this hate. If we would have given us two and made us contenders. At, at least contenders, like you know, make the playoffs in in in, in these five years. If we would, if we would have made the playoffs and won two championships, what? Uh, then <laughs> I would, and, and they, then if they put them hung his jersey up, I would have to go get them on my ball. But that obviously ain't gonna happen. You said you would get him tattooed on your ball. No, no, my, oh, no. My God. I, for, for, okay, what bet was that? Oh, no. First no. bet was that. Let me explain. No. What was that? I have, no. I have nope. an NBA wow. basketball nope. that has nope. everybody's uh, autograph on there that's retired on the wall. Yeah. No, except for Wilt, and it's one of my most prized possessions. And if LeBron would have performed. Uh, and gotten to the point where they would have retired his number, I would have had to take my basketball, <laughs> you know, Hall of Fame basketball, and get it signed. But that doesn't look like it's going to happen. Wait a minute, dog. So let me, let me get it straight. So if LeBron James gets his jersey on the wall, I know you don't think it's going to go up there. but if it, it There's is no reason. He's, there, not, he's not late. Just saying, if it goes up there, are you not going to get LeBron? I have game? to get it on the wall. Okay, you have to, right? Wait, wait, wait. You changed the narrative because we said he has to get two championships. Do his number deserve to be on the wall after one championship? No, it doesn't. No, absolutely doesn't. not. Exactly. So absolutely not. However, deserves to the Lakers are going does. to retire his damn No, but no. For wait a minute. Well, see, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing. As a Laker in five years, it. as a Laker in the five years, like just look at just look at the last five year stats. They're not that great. They're not. That's not the Hall of Fame season. That's not Hall of Fame. No. I mean, Kobe had two Hall of Fame. He had eight Hall of Fame, 24 Hall of Fame. These five years that this dude gave us, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not Hall of Fame. It's not. He didn't give us a chance. He didn't, he didn't, we didn't make us contenders. Oh, real. So, well, Miami, he got two. So, yeah, Miami should, he should get all Well, my, listen, Miami, okay, see, first of all, when Miami, when, yeah, that's <laughs> it, when Miami retired Michael Jordan number, that was they just want to retire somebody. They lost all Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you have Miami, and then you have Boston. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay, Boston, there's barely any numbers left. <laughs> right. Cleveland might give right. him a statue. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I, that's, yeah. See, I mean, they, that's where he should. But that's the question. I don't think Lakers, I might get a ring for it. I don't think he should. Get a statue or no. his number. Oh, no, 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 He's not no. a Laker. No but two championships, y'all He's agree. not a Laker. Two yeah, championships, two you do agree. At this point, he should be on the board. At this point, I wouldn't do it because we weren't contenders in the other time. No, but two championships and two championships. Yeah, like Paul Gasol gave us two, two championships. But we were contenders yeah, every yeah. time we were here, though. man, look, I'm sorry. If you're going to tell me, if I'm not going to say if – in five years, we missed the playoffs three times in those five years, but we went two championships. 
and I'm going to scoff at the three times we missed the playoffs. Especially when there were injuries, For the two championships, sure. okay. it don't matter. All right, cool. That shit don't matter, dude. Okay. Really, I, definitely, right. that I, don't definitely, I definitely want to do the blame pie before we go, but let, okay. let me say this, though. How are we going to win a championship with this team? Because, we I mean, can. Westbrook is on the contract. He got to get on the contract. He's gone. One of the three got to so, go. So, but how? Nah, they're all staying. And Phil how? Jackson's coming. If, if, they, if they all, <laughs> you know what, dude? <laughs> they're all staying, and Phil Jackson. Okay, look, I'll take hey, Mark Jackson to Phil Jackson. Nate, you know <laughs> well, you know that's what's up. Van Gundy. They Jeff talking Gundy. about. Ooh. Hey, we for sure ain't going to win no championship. They were talking about freaking um, Doc, Rivers. Uh, Doc Rivers. Oh nah, he they were talking about Doc Rivers. And maybe, and then they were talking about Quinn and and. I would say Quinn Snyder over that. Quinn Snyder's not bad, but Quinn is not bad. He's not championship right now. But we don't even at this point, bro. I think we need stability. Like I think we need structure. I think we need more than just trying to get this. Cause we we don't have any kind of cohesion at all. We don't have any structure. We don't have any kind of identity. It's just guys out there just throw the ball out there and just play a street ball. Like we don't have anything that you can hold your hat on to say the Lakers are good or rebounding or they're good at defense or they're good, you know, the three point shooters. They're terrible well, at everything. Quinn Snyder will give them that. It's kind of like when you got Dell Harris. Dell Harris was used to get us to a level. So when Phil Jackson came, he took over. Right. It was like literally we won 60 games with Dell Harris. You know what I'm saying? I, and then think, Phil Jackson I think comes Quinn, in. Quinn and Snyder both. gets us into Money Mike's. Worst nightmare, which is middle the of the round, road, make it in the playoffs. Round, yeah, and it's just that's not it. Um, as far as if is he's a setup coach, like for the other, I coach, think he's a maybe, coach. maybe. Um, but uh, I, I think that I, I could see, believe it or not, I could see Phil Jackson making one last splash. There are no LeBron James superstars left uh, of of that generation that can even relate to Phil Jackson. John Moran doesn't want Phil Jackson. Nobody does. When you're talking about that they had no cohesion, no no chemistry, that's the coach. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think yeah. you you brought it up, Demetrius. You're saying that that it, Westbrook never bought in to Vogel, right? Yeah, never. That that's what we're hearing. Right. Okay. That's the coach. Okay. So, who is the mastermind at managing egos? It's it's the Zen master. Period. Uh, he can go in there. Can he muster up the energy? I'm not sure, but I believe he's been around. He already knew this season was a wash, so he's been around. Uh, Vogel will be out the door. We'll see if he has any more say with uh, personnel. But I think that 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 is the splash that Genie would be looking for. And again, in that Laker, keeping it in the family feeling that that yeah that qualifies. We'll yeah, we'll I, I don't know, man. Yeah. It's I mean, when you look, I mean, if she can convince him to come out for a year, two Somebody years. Somebody have you something to say with your mic? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can see what that happened, but it's just when I think about Phil Jackson and I think about today's kind of player, like like you said, like John Brand don't have anything to do with him because the way they did things back then is not for this generation now. No, right. And that's why you see a lot of, like a lot of times college basketball, now the the, the coaches are, are ex-players. You know, because the, 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 the kids want to see their coach because they want to believe in that coach. Like, okay, the coach did it. So I can believe in that. Not because you told me to do it, just because I have to respect your authority, like Coach K or something like that. Mm -hmm. No, I need to say, oh, okay, Jawan Howard, you were the Fab Five. I see the tape. Mm -hmm. You were doing it. 
So I understand when you tell me that you've been there, you've done that. And so now this new age of, of, of players want to see those coaches. No, don't tell me, show me that you did it. You know what I'm saying? And so Phil Jackson will be good for the older players. But it's a new, it's yeah. at this point, the Lakers got it. That's why we signed McClung for this two way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, we, we signed, you know, we, we got Reeves still on the contract. We are we trying to get, we got Stanley. We're trying to keep getting these younger assets because the up. joke was on us and the, and the rest of the league knew we were too damn old and it showed and it, it reared its ugly head in, in crazy fashion this year. Yeah. So that's what it was. So now we got to get, you know, we got to get better. Like we got to get younger. Phoenix doing, you know, you see yes. what Memphis doing. You yes. see what Denver doing. You got to get, you got to keep up with that. Cause they even said the big three structure is not working no more. You got to do like how Chris Paul with the young guys on Phoenix, how John Morant with those veterans, you see Golden State restructured yeah. around those three. That Jordan pool pool. And all that. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. yeah, but we don't have that luxury. Yeah. No, because we, we gave that, away all the yeah, assets. We we're 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 probably like most people are saying we're stuck with these three, uh, unless we're willing to give up way too much. Which uh, so let's just uh, hypothetically speak with this three, okay? Um, not the young. We don't talking about a John Morant with this three. The 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 coaching options are. I don't see Quinn Snyder leaving or Utah letting him go. They right. got, they, they, look how long they kept Jerry Slump. Yeah. Right. They're not letting him go. They're right. they're going to pay him. And and sure, Quinn might be right. tempted to come back to Lakers, but I, I don't think he's going anywhere. No. Uh, but even Quinn, if I'm correct, I mean, he's related to who? Phil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. so now could it, it, is Phil's hand coming into play to get Quinn there, and then in a sense. Quinn's coach really is by proxy Phil's, right. Phil's coach, but not on the road games, home All games. Right. He has, you know, so in that sense, it could work, but I don't think Quinn signs up for that. Yeah, I don't think All he right. signs up to be the shadow guy who, no. who just uh, no. does That's, the thing. I, yeah. I don't think they're going to coax him away. So I, 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 we don't want Doc, but I also don't think Doc's going anywhere. Right. So I, I put my head in for bid in for Mark Jackson or something different, a different voice yeah you know something different like yeah like i, I wish jason kidd didn't leave you know just a different voice mark jackson would be a, a great i listen i think he he understands what the players need uh he was a guard you know he was an assist leader right and yeah any so he he actually would be i think a great help look we did with to, golden state to westwood and then he leaves, and then all yeah. Kerr did was just take he, over. He created that culture. Yeah, yeah. He, he created <laughs> all the credit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 He, he he definitely created a culture of uh, Golden State. Yeah, so he, yeah, he definitely started that and uh, yeah. put that, I would that say squad more together. Uh, okay, so then then we have you know the other power or so called power in the East, which is the Nets. Now, the Nets first time coach and Steve Nash. They they went the opposite route. They went the player coach, but they went just player. Right. No coaching experience at all. Uh is there somebody like that out there that maybe no. can come in line? We can't do that. No. We ain't got no time for that. No. Okay. We so no so there's no yeah, even though the Nets well, they're they're not necessarily they're, in, they're in the tip place. Yeah. But at least they're in the plane. But I knew that was going down because I never liked Mike D'Antoni's system from day one. Uh, I call him Antony, no D. You know, and then when Steve Nash is following that philosophy, I knew it was a 
garbage fire. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're in trouble there. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I think I think obviously we know that the coaching is going to be yes. up uh, for debate with the with the Lakers. But um, that'll be very interesting. Who does LeBron want? Right, I mean, that, right now, now we're going right back to that. Right. We're calling him. Asking. Let's be real. Here. We, we already know who he won't. He won't tie Raul. No, that's oh, we well. I mean, we didn't want to give him the fifth year, right? Yeah, it's it's. it's like, was picking his or, um his coaching staff, and he didn't like that. Oh, oh, yeah, we're picking his coach. Yeah, he's picking his coach. That was, I think it was both, actually. Yeah, I think it was both. He wanted more power and more control. Uh, And he's doing a great job, by the way. You brought that up. The Clippers have dealt with, uh, we're not a a Clipper fandom here by any means, but they've dealt with some horrendous injuries this year as well, and they're still in the game. So uh, you kind of look at that squad right there, and you say, okay, and you look at the Lakers and go, what's your excuse? Right. Um, Well, look, I'm going to tell you right now. Hey, I'm going to start this this blame pie right now. All right, cool. So. You know, um, I, I think it should be setting off of at least four people, right? So, uh, uh, because we have ownership, let me know. If you, you know, so we have, you know, so that's Jeannie Bus. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. Jeannie Bus. Yeah. You know, you're amazing. You know, owner, <laughs> love, love you, Jeannie. Uh, then, but we then we have LeBron, you know, and then then we have Polinka and uh-huh. Vogel, right? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, anybody, anything else you guys want to buy? Throw, throw in the Rambai. Anthony Davis. Rambai is a part of uh, uh, <laughs> part of ownership. With, uh, part of ownership. Okay, so ownership. part of the bus. Okay, yeah. cool. And then uh, then uh, uh, then we're throwing Anthony Davis in there, right? Yeah, you got. You got. To throw, right. How about how about how about just the others? So, the others. So so the okay. other players, everyone other than LeBron. Everybody because like, nobody else. Well, really. I think I think we still have to. I think we wait. Have AD to, has to be his own. Yeah, category. AD has okay. to be his own. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, AD has to be his own. Okay, okay. We can we, we can have Westbrook and the others. Okay, yeah. Okay. Because okay. look, it, look, it could be Westbrook too. But let me and but, the others. Let like, me let me just say like, this about let me let me just say this about Westbrook, man. Like, and I have a little bit of a soft spot for him, uh, for him simply because you want his jersey. No, you know? no, no. He, I think <laughs> he got he got put in a situation that really wasn't very cohesive for him, and. He had prime time stuff on him. We he was on shots and food a lot, but his numbers, number one, he 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 played probably the most games in the season. He averaged 18 points, seven rebounds, seven assists. So those are not bad numbers. Now we did see a whole lot of shots in the food, but I think part of that is because, you know, who's in my playing uh you know, playing pie. So look, I'm right. I'll start off. Let's break it down. Go for well, it. I'm going to start off. So, okay. so what we're doing if, here, if, 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 run it down one more time. What so basically doing? what I want to do is, look, I, I want to go and say who is, what is the reason who is responsible, who has, who should take the most responsibility for this particular season. Okay. There you go. So now if I say I got it, I got to play Jeannie Buss because Jeannie Buss is the one that signs off on everything that happens. Right. right. So if I was if I was giving Jenny Bus a rating, um, I would give her like, a slice of pie. Though we talk about the yeah, So so I'm giving I'm, so when I see I'm giving her she can have a fifteen percent okay. slice of that pie. Okay, so okay. we got eighty five percent. Okay, so I got eighty five percent left. Right okay. now, yeah, Rob Lincoln. Now Rob Lincoln is the one that went and brought this stuff to to Jeannie to go. Mm-hmm. So. And Rob Lincoln should a little, know a little bit more than Jeannie because Jeannie is president of operations of the of, of the of the team. Right. So Rob Lincoln should know more of the basketball side 
So yeah, we got to be a sports agent. Yeah. yeah, you know, and he he understands all that, right? So you got I got to give him a, another him fifteen percent too. Okay, at, at least you know what I'm saying. So now we got this guy. Um, I'm I'm gonna name Anthony Davis, and I'm and the reason why I'm gonna name Anthony Davis is because I feel like Anthony Davis did not do what he needed to do to be able to keep his body, uh, in, you know, in shape and ready for the season. And yeah. I think that's his biggest problem. I hope he does it this year. The fact I, I brought it up when he was getting married, what, two weeks before, yep. I was annoyed at that. So y'all know I'm consistent. I'm giving him 20%. So where I'm at now. All right, so you're at 50%. I'm at 50%. All right, cool. Cool, cool. All right. So we're at 50%. So now, so now can we know what so, so, so we gotta blame we gotta blame vocal for not knowing what the hell he should do because I said, I said, yo, we got to uh uh if we gonna have Russell and LeBron, and I'm just a regular guy that don't know anything according to based on my resume. And based on my resume, I don't know anything about all that type of stuff, but I think my way would have worked. I got to give Vogel uh, 10% for not making it work. And now you got Ooh. The biggest blame I, is, wow. it, that I see on this team is LeBron James. I'm giving, I'm giving LeBron James. <laughs> Wait a minute! No, no, that's I was not supposed. I was not supposed to get that. Four I'm giving LeBron. Listen, no, on that. I don't know why. Yo. No, but the reason why I'm giving LeBron James forty percent is because LeBron James in the off season came up with the idea of getting Westbrook here, and you know. And I didn't like he bought his other boy Carmelo. He bought it, and I didn't like Carmelo. Right, and yeah. to Carmelo's admission, can't play D. No, to Carmelo's <laughs> admission, y'all Google it. He said LeBron called him up, asked him if he wanted to come. Carmelo said, going, "Man, you the GM? Yeah. If you want me to come, he then I'll the come." Knicks. He was going to the Knicks. He said, right. and then, he and yeah. he said, "I came because LeBron called me up." So. We already know who runs all yeah. this particular yeah. stuff, right? Now, we have a guy that somewhere in the middle of the season, he recognized that they weren't going to be good, and he started stat chasing and stopped caring about wins and losses, right? And we also have a guy that was very unsupportive of the team that he constructed Right around All Star break, he was given. Quinn Snyder was a great coach. Tyron Lou was a great coach. He, he, he's, he's talking about all these other organizations on this team, you know, except for the organization that he yeah. plays on that he constructed. So, hundred percent, I'm giving LeBron James 40 percent for what he's done on. And off the court. All right, let's okay. get to Demet- Demetrius. He's at 40%, uh, 20, 15, 15, 10. Uh, what are you feeling? I think I'm I'm leaning towards 35, 40, because like you said, LeBron, he did have something to do with orchestrate this, orchestrate it. And at the same time, soon when he knew nobody's playing defense, injuries, COVID, blah, 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 he like, all right, let me just do me, do stats. I got to make it work. Let me go for this and that, you know, and then I don't like the fact that he said, 
oh, I'm going to keep playing because I want my son to be in the league with me. I still got a problem with that statement. So that's why I think it's kind of like, oh, you all about you personal stuff and right. your son. Are, so are you okay that. with the other percentage breakdowns? That yeah, I'm okay with it. All right, so I'm you're okay actually with it. So you, so you okay with me. With you you, you with me down like He's that. I'm okay with it. Cool. I ain't going to dog you. I ain't going to dog you this week. I ain't going to dog you this week. There you go. All right. All right. You rocking with me? Um, Like, I will give him 40%. I'm going to tell you that. I mean, because he's available and he's on the court. Like, you know what I'm saying? He is playing the game. He's not performing. He's playing. And I'm saying we have a lot of people that are actually not playing. And especially when you got Kendrick Dunn, we're not going to give him any percentage, but it's like right. things like that, that's, that's getting under my skin. And AD actually needs to be available for us to take us to the next level. Like, are we really believing that it's supposed to be LeBron James taking us to these great heights by himself without somebody with the caliber of AD? Like, we know that's not the case. No. Right. We're not the case. That's not right. the case. No, that's not the case. And we know it's not the case. You right. know, when we have AD coming with LeBron, that is supposed to be the dynamic duel to take us to those heights. I can't really put that all on LeBron if AD ain't can't pay, taking this, I mean, pulling up his end of the bargain, which he hasn't. He needs to be available. And when he's playing, he's pretty damn good. But he's not playing. So now it's like, okay, so if I'm going to give LeBron 25%, I got to give AD another 25%. Because this is equal. equal wow. 25% because what I'm thinking was what a big piece is also Vogel. I think Vogel is at least 30%. Wow. And why I say that is because Vogel is lost like a deer in headlights right now. When it comes to just getting the Lakers in some kind of structure, like if we're good offensively, be great offensively. If we're bad, I mean, we're great defensively, be great defensively. Like pick an identity, cultivate that, be that, and then work on the, you know, kind of like grind out wins. We were getting blown out in the first quarter by 30. It's like we're not prepared to play. And that's different. And it's something about the coach. And, not, and so I'm saying to me, he got to take 30%. So I'm like, you know, 20% got to be also the front office. But at the same time, like you said, Vogel's bought in because he was known as a good defensive coach. Hmm. And the players he had when he won, defensive players was KCP, Alex Caruso, Danny Green maybe. Yeah. So I think when he lost that, is Vogel – he, he don't have no say, like, hey, I didn't want y'all to trade these players away, right. but I'm stuck with these players. He couldn't even get them to play defense now on the same level. Is it, is it the personnel, or are you saying it's the coach to well, push him to do that? Well, I would say with this. So, take, for example, Tom Thibodeau. I'm going to tell you right now. Tom Thibodeau could have me, you, Jeff, and Mike, and probably like some nuns from the you know the local, local Catholic <laughs> church and still put out a top 10 defense because he's done it. He's done it with okay. the Knicks. He's done it with when he with the Celtics. He's done it with, with the Bulls. He's always having a top ten defense. Whatever he has, he made Randall like a top ten, like not kind of like a, a top defender. And Randall don't play no defense, and he's right. making him buy in to that concept of playing defense. Vogel was being talked about in the same breath as Thibodeau, and I was wondering like why because. Yeah, you don't have your defenders, but you got to create some kind of defensive structure so they can work with what you got. 
And okay. it's like your your you base you is got. so you good, then all you need to do is plug and play. He didn't have that structure. All right. So my, okay. my point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of bring things full circle here. Of course, uh, on HBO, there is the series Winning Time right now. Uh, I think they're on episode six. Yeah. Is it? yeah. yeah. All right. This it, It's outstanding. If you haven't been watching it, it's fun to watch. It's exciting. Um, I'm going to go and I'm going to drop the bomb here and go against the popular here. And I'm going 50% on Genie Bus. And the reason why I'm going 50% on Genie Bus is because okay. of winning time and what Jerry Bus did to make that team win. He did what it took. Somewhere along the line, somebody said, no, we're not going to go into luxury tax for that third year for Caruso. Somewhere along the lines, they said, no, we don't want to make this or go into luxury tax for that. That's not what Jerry Bus did per winning time he gambled he went for it he was literally broke if you watch it it's outstanding mm-hmm. he was literally broke um the buck stops there it starts there and it stops there you have to hold the management and the front office accountable after that then you can start breaking it down um you can go ahead and start giving Polinka all the uh, uh negatives or credits that you want the problem is is he is inexperienced he is unproven. He came from being a a uh, an agent, yeah. okay? Kobe's a, a, agent. Kobe's agent, keeping it in the family, but he was an agent. Okay, take out the 2020 team. Mm-hmm. Let's say that season didn't complete and they chose not to do the bubble, and he, we continued where we're going. It's a complete failure. It's a yeah. complete failure. Yeah. He's not even credited with bringing LeBron. Magic took that. So, so it's a complete yeah. failure. Well, who hired him? Yeah. Who's kept him? Who's going to keep him? That no, they're not going to keep him. They, oh, they, they said they're going to keep him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they said they're going to keep him? And Magic left because I think he wanted Jenny to fire Palenka. They wasn't getting along. Right. So Jenny has this. You're right. Jenny has yeah. this. Blame us. So you, her okay. emotions get she too much to into it. There. She yeah. has okay. to. You yeah. have. So the to other forty is going to LeBron then. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But 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 I consider that that I don't, I don't even consider any of it Polinka's fault because I consider it uh, Genie at that time who says no, we're not gonna go no. that route. We're not gonna yeah. do this. Rambus and everyone above him. Um, if he says, well, we want a happy LeBron and this will probably give us a chance. Well, okay, that's what he's explaining. Um, uh, you know, even if he went to town for it, you know, at the end of the day, she's the final decision. You have to give her 50%. Uh, other than that, you can break it down how you want. Um, what? I give Vogel, <laughs> I do. I give Vogel 20%. I'll give LeBron a uh, 15% wow. and I'll give AD 15%. Wow. Um, LeBron, I'll tell, I'll give 15%, but it's not off effort. It is his inability to gather the squad yeah. and hold mm-hmm. them accountable for yeah. their poor efforts. That is something that he should have. I done. mean, well, he is in the 19th year. He should yeah. know how but to see, gather see, a team. He should. You're right. right? He should. Right. That's yeah. it. But see, that's a fair criticism. So my that, criticism is no, not fair. Some so of them, some of them, some, yeah, and, uh-huh. and that, that forty percent, forty percent, way. Money like you out of bounds. And then the last fifteen percent to AD oh. because you're right. He hasn't. I, I believe he hasn't properly taken care of his body. So so I will do that. I'll give you that. Water, water man. What percentage you gonna give LeBron? You know. <laughs> you know. Uh, I gotta give LeBron a vote. 40, 45. Yeah. My man. Right, man. And explain the reason yeah. why, man. I, I, look, I already agree with you, but explain the reason why. Uh, well, 
this is what LeBron wanted. Right? <laughs> they gave him, they said, all right, well, we're going we're gonna to give you what you want. And they gave him what he wanted. They gave him what he wanted. And it went right. It just went, it, it went, it went to shit quick, right? And it's unfortunate that it went this way, but it's, it, that's just what it is. This is what you wanted. Okay, here, you, know, you got to work it out. And he wasn't able to work it out. AD couldn't, AD's like, you know, paper mache thin and things just <laughs> didn't work out. So, like, I got to give him majority of the blame. And then I don't blame Westbrook. Westbrook man, might be like nine, five, ten percent. He, hey, listen. They brought him in because this, this is what Bron wanted, so I can't really blame Westbrook. Yeah. I just put more of the blame on I, I put I put the majority of the blame on on Bron, and then after between Genie and between Genie and uh and and AD, I would say another twenty twenty and twenty. All right. All money Mike cares about is that you agree with at least that but but you know you really have to go to YouTube or Facebook to catch the video because when you said 45%, man, his teeth, I, I haven't seen so many teeth in that smile. <laughs> well, I mean, he heard 45%. He's a smart man. He was just happy as can be. Uh Money Mike. Yes. You have an out-of-bounds segment? I have out-of-bounds. All right, everybody. It's a fun one, too. All right, hang on. Everybody, let me, let me do the proper introduction. Here we go. Okay, so everybody who's watching, of course, if you watch the show, you know that we finish uh, the show here with a segment we call Money Mike's Out-of-Bounds. He's going to share his thoughts or opinion on a topic, and he just wants to know, is her thoughts inbounds or out-of-bounds? Money Mike, you have the mic. It's a fun one, but I know y'all going to go crazy over this. Am I out-of-bounds for saying Jerry West is the GM of the year? And this is the reason why. What? Let's, th- let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. We don't have the star. We don't have the star, Kawhi Leonard, off, off all season. We don't have Paul George. You know, he didn't play 50 games. But we have a team that was balanced and was be- able to be competitive and a contending team without the two main people that, 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 that the team was constructed yeah. behind. Right, so we know that by the construction of this team, in comparison to the down the hall construction, he did a very he did a damn good job of constructing that team and making it balanced where they could still be contending. So, so my balance for Jay says saying Jay West is is it should be the GM of the year based on the Clippers' performance. So Lloyd Frank Lakers is just the fired GM. Frank Vogel per Big Baby Sports. Wow, season's over. Yeah. Fired him. Done. Oh man, big also, baby. Also, we missed a shout out. I know that you put that up there, Dwan. Thank you. Uh Daniel Artez checking in, my guy. Shout out to the nation. No, shout out what, to hey, you, Daniel. Shout out. What up, what up, Daniel? Thank you. Um, Breaking news. Anyways, no yeah. time on that. It's on dude. Twitter. Yeah. Big baby sports. Big so, baby. Okay, so Vogel's gone. Vogel's gone. Thank hey. you, big baby. And Good. you should follow Big Baby as well. Big baby so, Jonathan. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thank think you, you big baby. um I, is, but is Lawrence Frank the EGM? Of the Clippers, yes. I know what you call well, it. Is, well, oh, I'm sorry. Is, yeah. is, well, president, yeah. president of the year. Then, I, I, well, I, mean, he, I uh, think he's a consultant. He's a consultant. Oh, he's, a, he's just a so, consultant. but he's okay. he's they got to run it through him. They run it through. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. Like, <laughs> is he like? Would he be if he was the GM? I guess like GM of the year because of what Keith's done for the at team. Um, yeah, I, I would say the Clippers are afloat, but there are some other teams that are pretty good. Like, I like I like Charlotte. Um, when we talk about like how they're they're constructed, like there's like a lot of these guys, I know, uh, uh, Memphis as well, like how they're being constructed. Um, John Morant 
and you know he's having he's pretty much not yeah but see the reason why i'm giving it to west or giving credit to because west, of the two stars because the stars that you would have expected missing. to be there are missing but they still are able to be competitive well yeah that that makes a lot of sense yeah. I, I would say you're, you're in balance yeah. all right i mean just i'm say you now i'm gonna say you out of balance because nice. the reason why we even saying the clippers are relevant because the Lakers not. If the Lakers was, the Clippers would be down more. Even look what Greg Pop is doing with the Spurs. They's almost the same level, you know. That's what I'm saying. It's like we giving just because the two stars are out, they just doing what they supposed to. They still number seven or eight. They not the top six. Now if yeah, they but the top their six, stars I, are out I though. You, but still, they was the top six. I see what you point. They still nine. Yeah, if they were top four home court advantage, exactly something like that. If I, the I, Lakers I was be. relevant. We wouldn't be talking about it. That's why. I might agree. I might agree. Um, yeah, you know, uh, uh, no. Also, um, you just don't know how, exactly what his fingerprints were on that team just yeah. yet. He hasn't really been there that long. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to give credit to anyone, it has to be Ty Lue. Uh, yeah. Again, yeah. he's kept the team together. Yeah. Um, but isn't that because of Jay West? No. Um, no, well, no, it's again, that's getting to the, the Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. It's the, you, it, it doesn't matter what squad you give them. They're going to have great defense. Yeah. So that, that goes to the coaching. I, I would give that to the coaching. All right. Hey, Wilder, man, you agree with me? <laughs> yeah, I got your back, dog. Good looking out. <laughs> All right. Is he inbounds? I'm inbounds. Yeah, we lost him. No problem. Yeah. All right, perfect. So, right. so, so you got you got a mix there. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. a mix. That's okay. It's okay. But uh, I think I think the the shocking thing of the night is that you know he's he actually awarded something to the Clippers wow. <laughs> by his choice. If he was voting, he would have actually anointed someone who actually isn't the GM, but a consultant still consultant of the year. You, but you know that was a half his the, the construction of the team. Has Jerry West's fingerprints on it. I, I would agree owner, that it I started. The owner, the owner, he he got pockets. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> but they they have done uh, quite well with two injured All Stars, uh, superstars. But yeah. um, Mister Money Mike, I actually do not want the Clippers to win for many reasons. No, still they can't win. But but we'll we'll leave with this, okay? So uh, if LeBron James coming to the Lakers, you're not so happy with and haven't deemed that a success. What is Kawhi Leonard over there? Um, he hasn't done anything over there. So. Yeah, he hasn't even freaking barely played. Yeah, so, so it's a complete failure. I mean, it is a failure as in the sense of it's a waste of money. Oh yeah, for them, dude. It's like this is the second year, right? So yeah. the first year they did that, whatever, and then the second year they basically. This is third year. This third year. Yeah, because he, yeah, he came when the AD bubble. came. Yeah. So we he tried to get Kawhi time. with AD. They oh, yeah. The right. Bubble. Yep. And then last year. Yep. And then this is the third year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He got it's, hurt it's, last year when they. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. And, and they signed him on the contract. When That's he was a large hurt. dollar contract it's, right it's there. A failure. All right. All right, everybody. Well, uh, we'll leave you guys with that. Uh, we'll discuss the Lakers firing Frank Vogel next week. We'll discuss what other moves maybe the Lakers have made. Yes. And and we'll see what. What's going on? We'll see who speaks and what type of sound bites we can get, and uh, <laughs> where Money Mike comes back with his out of bounds next week. 
Uh, I'd like to give out a few thank yous. Number one, to Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. Thank you so much. Our studio sponsor, as well as the show, we really appreciate you. They are located in Chatsworth, California. Trust me, they have everything you need. Go out there, Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. Uh, secondly, Daniel Artest for checking in, Big Baby Jonathan, and especially our guest here in-house, Demetrius Harold. Thank you, thank you. And just a special thank you for putting money Mike on blast so hard <laughs> last week because that was hilarious. And that's definitely going to make it into our greatest of all time files. Uh, and to you guys, the listeners, uh, you can download this audio starting Tuesday everywhere. The uh, podcasts are, are uh, found any platform, iHeart, Spotify, you name it. Uh, Apple Podcasts, go ahead and download it. Find us here on YouTube and Facebook. Play it at your leisure. We will be back next week like we are every Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Live. And next week we have an outstanding show for you, you guys. Uh, we have Roy Firestone coming back yeah. in the house. Uh, Roy Firestone, if you don't know who that is, y'all better Google that because Roy Firestone was there. We are about yeah. to break it down. All right. Now we've had just just a little bit here. Okay. We've had Jeff Perlman on the show. Jeff Perlman is the author of the book that winning time is based on that whole show. Yeah. Well, we have reporters and broadcasters that were there. We are in Los Angeles. So there are reporters and broadcasters, very famous, very well known that were there. We're going to be speaking to them. You're going to hear from them directly to see how true or how false is winning time. Uh, is Jerry West really that neurotic? Was Jerry Buss really <laughs> that? Uh, we're just going to leave it at that. Wow. Uh, and was magic magic? Just like he says, we're going to find out from the people that were yeah. actually there. Wow. So you don't want to miss the upcoming shows. We're going to bring it to you. We're going to break it down like only the Profanity Nation can. Thank you guys for sticking with us. We went a little bit long tonight, but it was worth it. Thank you guys so much. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Demetrius, everybody who joined, thank you. Uh, thank you, Clubhouse, and we'll see you. Peace. 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 Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And Stat Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation.